It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Brent's just come in and you've got to borrow borrow a couple of quid off me now, have you? I've got to borrow a couple of quid because Little Mix are playing, apparently, well, you'd be one of their fans, so I thought you'd have known. (laughs) Little Mix uh, are playing and the traffic coming across the canal through the toll bridge is unbelievably bad. I'm used to coming over my bike, you see. Now I'm coming over in a car because I've got to go to a function after this. And I've just got to borrow it because I've had to park... A fair way away, and I've only got 45 minutes before I have to go back and feed the meter. Because the clampers are out there. It's something like three quid an hour. The clampers out there, I didn't think little mixed fans were allowed to drive. 20, 40. Their parents are driving. Oh, right. 80. Euro, there's a Euro 20. <laughs> That's me, Don. I'll go on funded. Yeah, there you go. I'll go on funded. Well, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on funded. No, it's just because I, I didn't have any time to get any change. And so I put all that I had into me. It gobbles it up. You don't get much. Oh, it's legit, no, it's like... You it's, just look and say, hold on, I've just put in two yeah, euros yeah. or whatever, and it's like... It's like a quid 40 for 20, minutes or something. 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, the time you walk you, to the you place know. to put it in, the time you get back, you've expired. There you go. Hey, Louis. You wouldn't have a couple of quid you, you could lend. Could you f- could, fund you it, Louis? I'm oh, Louis. Look, Lou, look, yeah, Louis. Look at the haircut on, he has on. on. He's, he's a guy with money. Get your haircut like that. I know, yeah. It's get style. On, get on GoFundIt and try and raise some money for him, will you? Yeah, cool. All right. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. The Nova Noise. Name the noise. Win the cash. Okay, uh, will I do it now? Yeah, will I do it now? Well, you're here now. We'll do the Nova noise now that you're here. Did you okay? just dine on that? I don't want to what? harp on about it. What? But are there people out there... Are you ever caught in the car, like coming up to the toll bridge or something? And yeah, no cash. You know, your bedroom, your bedroom would be covered in coins or the back of the sofa, but, but when you want a coin, yep. can you think you can find one in your car anywhere? Nope. Have you ever been in that position? Loads. And there's a bit of pressure coming on, you're yeah. in the wrong lane, you suddenly think, oh, I don't have, you know, yeah. you don't, I know you can do the cards now, but some of the tolls don't take cards. Yeah, but not only that, but you have to open an account and they have to know everything about you. In, in other countries, you don't have to do that. You just get, bang the number in and you paid your thing. But, yeah, I know. Well, what I, what I took anyway. to doing, you know the little, the little sauce pots you get with food sometimes, tiny little plastic yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw in a couple of quid to them every time you have one spare and it sits in there. Well, I've done that, but I, I, but you, I had to count out all the coins coming across here for a start, and then I yeah, went yeah, searching yeah. under the seat, or down the back of the seat, and I found two euros there, yeah. and some sticky wine gums, I'd have to say. Oh, did you find a few of them? Yeah. Well, it wasn't, and, it wasn't a complete uh, loss then, Brent. No. <laughs> did I eat them? Well, I was tempted, but no. You might have but, had uh, to if you're going to be stuck there any longer. Fruit gums, actually. Yeah. Fruit gums. I Fly in a chopper full of wine gums. Okay, anyway, look, the Nova anyway. Noise, 1,600 quid. That's what it's worth right now. And this is the noise itself. It sounds yeah, the stapler. So why it's not a it's not a stapler, Brent. <laughs> Double four zero four one. I knew that would annoy you. Hundred. I actually love the stapler. It just makes me. But laugh it has every been time. said. Is it still being said? What's the what's the latest ones that people have got? Uh, you know that they're coming on in their in their droves. Uh, hole puncher. Hole puncher. Yeah, been the hole puncher. Uh, what's the other one? I don't know. Anyway, and the bouncing ball. We've done that. The one. bouncing ball against the wall. Squash yeah. ball or whatever. Double four zero four one hundred. Tell me what you think. 
How much now? How much is that? That Nova noise is 1,600. And now, Pat Courtney on Radio Nova, your home for the Rugby World Cup. World Cup Rugby, live at five, with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney. Hey guys! With the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol, with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Right. Now, you're probably wondering where we've been. Oh, we had to get down to the... We had to get down to the... To the parking meter. Yeah. Jeez, you're fitter than I am. I am you fit. haven't even cracked a sweat. I'm fit. I'm fit. But oh. I, 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 I only have enough to buy me about ten minutes. Right. And, oh, the, and I know, oh. a bit like Jaws, I know the clampers are out there. Yeah, I know. And they've got it in for me. I've got anyway. Jesus, would you bring a few more shillings next time, would you? Now, Louis's got no money left. I just thought I would get a park somewhere. Not with Little Mix playing, and they're playing tomorrow night as well. Well, I didn't know about Little Mix. No, I've forgotten as well. But they're playing tomorrow night as well. I'm sure, you know, a lot of the younger people are fans, but I'd have to say I'm possibly not a Little Mix fan, Pat. Really? Name one song. sad to say. Uh, Were they the band, the... The girl band that came out of X Factor or something. Oh, is, did they? Is that them? Did I think know I more than I do. Girl, I got as far as girl band. Then, you, then I, after that, I just completely blanked. Um, anyway, listen. I want to talk about the weather. Did you with never you like any girl band? Couple of minutes. Yeah, uh, I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Bangles yeah. or something. Back in the day. Yeah, you know? sometimes, but that was like it was different. It was the eighties, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the weather with you in a couple of minutes, yep. Brent, especially. But whether it's. Uh, the weather that's making a shove, a shove of the whole tournament, actually. This is, actually. Typhoon Haggis. crazy. <laughs> Typhoon Haggis. Yeah, because it's going to affect the, the Scots. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Rugby Live at Five for the duration of the Rugby World Cup, which is looking increasingly threatened by a, a relatively simple thing like the weather. Um, in fact, D. Woods earlier on, Brent, asked a very, very simple question. She said to me, why would anybody consider putting on a sporting tournament that relies on being played outdoors in a country that gets super typhoons on a frequent basis, especially at the time of the year when that particular tournament is on. I mean, well, I, I have th- to look, say, D, I don't know. I have a different slant on this. I feel really sorry for the Japanese. I was out there, as you know, for two weeks. They are doing a fantastic job with this World Cup. Uh, the people they brought to the game, you know, it shouldn't be all about tier one nations. It shouldn't always go to New Zealand or Australia or England or France. It should go out somewhere else. So if you're going in that time of the year, you could say the same about, you know, earthquake zones. You could say the same about, is it too hot? I mean, I think they're having, you know, the, the, what the, the World Football uh, World Championships and somewhere oh, where there might be a heat wave of 45 degrees or whatever. So I just, it's just unfortunate. Here's the unfortunate thing. It's not unfortunate they had it then. It's not unfortunate they can't dictate the weather, obviously. It's just unfortunate they didn't have other contingency plans in place a little bit earlier to say, okay, if this occurs, which is, seems to be, you know, there's been two or three warnings since we've been over there. If this occurs, then we will either play it on the following day or the Monday or whatever, or we will switch venues 
venues um, because they obviously have some contingency plan because Scotland are talking about that Japan are looking at possibly playing that game playing indoors. B- indoors, but then, but I, they have co- they have covered stadiums then anyway. Again, so why can't they, they use know, them? How do you how do you get the fans in? There's livelihood. There's danger there to fans getting to the games. Uh, you know, fans are already booked into hotels, like in would be in um, in Tokyo or Fukuoka or wherever it is it was going to hit. Look, it's a logistical nightmare. I just feel so sorry for them because this could upend the World Cup. Could yeah. it really? I mean, destroy the well, whole thing. Well, it could thing. because, because for instance, it doesn't really affect the other two groups. At the moment, the cancellations are France, England. They both go through anyway. Uh. So they really will be a toss of a coin who they play, whether it's Wales or predom- uh, supposedly Australia, Wales, Australia, who they'll play in the quarters. And then in the other group, Italy was due to play New Zealand. Now, Conor O'Shea did come on and saying that some of his players were in tears because it was their last game after 15 or 16 years with Italy. It was going to be the last game against the All Blacks at a World Cup and they could bid farewell to their fans and to their country and they were actually crying at training. They were that upset the game wasn't going to go ahead. Of course they were. So they end the World (laughs) Cup having not uh, passed another ball, kicked another ball, they're out of the World Cup. It doesn't affect that pool either. The thing about it is if Japan was sneaky enough, which they're not, if they were sneaky enough, they would rather see their game postponed or cancelled. Why? Because they would get two points, put them on the top of the group. They yeah. couldn't be they couldn't be uh, bettered by Ireland. Um, and it would see Scotland out. Now, it would, be, it would be cruel on Scotland. Scotland still have to win that match, remember, by a bonus point to keep Japan out of it. But it would be the simplest way through for Japan uh, to, to, to top the group. Meaning yeah. that Ireland would then play New Zealand and Japan would play South Africa. See, that's my big problem with it is that it's, it, it changes the whole scoring system to something that's really yeah. quite potentially very unfair. Well, it's very unfair on Scotland. Yeah. It's very unfair because they don't they wouldn't even get the opportunity to win that match. You know, because if they beat Japan out and out and they get a bonus point, yeah. then they go through. At the same they, time, we didn't beat Japan and we should have. No, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't yeah. affect Ireland now. Look, Ireland's going to no, go through regardless. That's the good news. Yeah, but Scotland won't necessarily beat Japan. No. It's my, it's my well, point. then, then so Japan then Japan go through they as go a right top of the group. Uh, well, they go all, through top as the group. It's all it's all nuts. No, I, it's I, all up in the air, really. I I, I I think what's going to happen is I think I think probably probably Ireland are going to play South Africa. I actually see Scotland maybe beating uh, beating Japan, uh, but not by enough points. So I think that. Ireland will go through top of the group, play South Africa. Japan will go through second and play New Zealand. That's how I think it's going to roll out. But, you know, that would be a good result for Japan because they want to play the All Blacks over World Cup Rugby Live at 5 with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel. The cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. Double four zero four one hundred. Yeah, it's a little bit busy at the moment, but with Brent here and the Nova Noise and everything. But uh, Donica has a question for you, Brent. What do you think of this? I was at the IL match the weekend, Trinity and um, UCC. Chatting to a couple of guys in the bar afterwards, they mentioned that Schmidt had lost the dressing room, uh. which explains the performances. Now, I I think he's doing a Kaiser Sosa in all. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people that he didn't exist. And I think he's convincing people that Ireland aren't that great, where, in fact, you see a different story when it comes to knockout stages. (laughs) 
yeah, I don't know about that. He's taking a huge risk, isn't he, by losing to Japan. You know, if things hadn't have gone their way, they could have been out to, without even getting through to the quarterfinals. So, no, I, look, I think there's a couple of ways to look at it. I think when Joe announced that he was leaving, uh, you probably lose a bit of the edge straight away because players that you've been loyal to start to think, well, you know, new coach coming in, are they going to be as loyal to me? Uh, other new players then come in and start saying, well, look, under another coach, we'll get a different yeah, chance. You like take a guy like Simon Zebo. You know, for Simon Zebo, it may be good news because another uh, coach may select him, uh, you know, given, given the situation in France. But also the fact is, I think that... You know, it's a long time for any coach, Pat, really, to be honest, you know, to, to stay around. Very few coaches, you know, yes, of course, Alex Ferguson and Warren Gatlin, these types of guys. But when you're working with this, primarily the same bunch of players over that period of time, you do start to lessen in the effect that you have. I don't believe that he's lost the change room. I do believe that Ireland have a couple of big games in them. You know, fingers crossed that'll occur that in the in the quarterfinal. Now I'm I'm presuming Ireland get to the quarterfinal. <laughs> They've got to beat Samoa first. So that's not being disrespectful to the Samoans. They're big hitters, but I think that Ireland have a big game in them. And I've always just thought that get to a quarterfinal, put everything else behind them. It's a new start. It's a knockout situation. If they're playing South Africa, I think they can beat them. I think that if they play New Zealand, it's going to be trickier. They can still beat them. But I think that, you know, the problem Joe has now is he's got to come up with a game plan for whatever team he plays. And that can only happen as of Sunday. Not a month ago when he probably thought he was going to be playing South Africa. So you have a template or a a game plan to play South Africa. Suddenly now he's saying, you know, I'm not going to know till Sunday or Monday's training what I have to put in place for New Zealand. So yeah. it could be one of the two. And that is the difficulty facing any coach. Uh, but no, I don't think, that, to answer the question a long way, I don't think Joe has lost the changing room. I do think that there was a lessened effect straight away when he announced, like any had coach, that he was leaving. Absolutely had to be, yeah. didn't it? Uh, yeah, because you become a bit deflated. You say, well, look, yeah. he's not hanging around, he's not with we us We trusted for the him, we built exactly. our whole, they've built a, they've yeah. built a career Absolutely. after rugby. And a friendships and everything. Yeah, there's that uh, too. Know. But, I mean, that, that, that's all about what ha- what you do after you can't play anymore as well, isn't it? Absolutely. They've built a future on this guy, and all of a sudden you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't help it. You're only human. Well, suddenly then you, you, you're, un- you're undecided as to whether the next coach likes you or not. Or oh, whether, God, you know. yeah. There's so the drum, you, the you drum roll that, unless, you're, unless you're retiring yourself. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, so it won't affect guys like Rory Best or some of these guys. It's, a, it's their last season. It won't affect them. But it will certainly... You know, and when things go... Look, people look for excuses all the time when things go wrong. They look for the little things that he's lost the dressing room. That's the easiest thing to say. We don't know. We mm. don't know. We're not in the dressing rooms. You know, there was a bit of a lack of confidence in the way they played against uh, Japan and then followed up by Russia. Yes, I'll take that. But then again, they started so well against uh, against Scotland. They're not the same team, I'd have to say, that they were in 2018 when they ran the Grand Slam. I don't think Conor Murray is back to that sort of form. I don't think Ty Furlong is back to that sort of form. I don't think Johnny Saxon is back to that sort of form. So there has been a slight dip in form since 2018 uh, when they were when they were world beaters. So I think they've got to rediscover that. Can they do it? Of course they can. A uh, bit of singing shortly, I think. But... Yeah, it's all right. It won't be him and me. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova Drive with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope and Brent Pope and Louie are discussing, are discussing where 
where Brent's car is. If you go at the main, if you go at the main, <laughs> this has been going on, right? This has been going on for about three full minutes easily. Yeah, like it's towards that little bar. Half that song. Yes. All you got to do is hang a left outside the front door and keep walking, you know, and you'll find Brent's car. Yeah. And yeah. it's taken him this long to try to get it to... It's not Louis' fault, it's Brent's fault. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. This is it. Oh, God. And the reason he has to do it is he has to... Uh, out the main front door. He has to... He's got to put money in the parking. <laughs> put money in the parking because it's like... Come back here, I need you to do the... the I need you to do the Nova Noise. World Cup Rugby, live at five, with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney. Hey, guys. With the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol, with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Among other things, between now and seven o'clock, Brent and I are going to try to get you onto the guest list for our uh, Sushi and Songs party for the Rugby World Cup at Ukiyo Bar next Checker Street. That's uh, Monday night from seven to nine. And there will be singing involved. It might even sound a little bit like this. I want to break free. I want to break free from na na na. Oh no, na na na. But just give us a shout out on 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 the radio and anyway, will you? The lads from Lego Engineering. I want to break free from na-na-na. And other questions that will be answered will be this one. Louis, what's this one you got here? Yeah, so we've been getting lots of questions in from uh, some of our listeners. One of them, Gary from G12, wondering from Brent who he would bet his money on uh, to take this year's uh, Ruby World Cup crown. Wow. Now that's a big question. Talk about that shortly. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Pat Courtney and Brent Pope on Rugby Live at Five every Thursday night, five to seven for the World Cup. Thanks to the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol with Honda, Honda Sensing Standard. Honda.ie is where you see it. The uh, N4 outbound... There's been a, a, there was anyway, a, a four-wheel drive on fire. I think it's out now, but it was between Kilcock and Maynooth. Double four zero four one hundred gets you straight through to Patnav. Hello, no, I mean Mushy Mushy Nova. <laughs> mushy Mushy, I was so excited about that in the car ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what, that's what they say in Japan when they answer the phone. Mushy Mushy. Yeah, but you're not saying yeah. it like the Japanese would say. It. It's got to be more Hoshi Mushy. Oh, whatever. I'm, t- I'm too <laughs> tall. I can't speak Japanese. I'm too tall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So am I. <laughs> um, just an update on that incident on the M4. Uh, it's causing massive tailbacks back to the M50 outbound uh, from, through the N4 onto the M4 because people are rubbernecking looking at this incident. So it has all the traffic stopped as far back as the M50. I'd say it has, all right. But it's a bit dramatic with the, the cement truck man getting out and using his water hose to try and put out the fire. <laughs> well, there's emergency services are there now. We're literally just getting up to it now. Um, so the emergency services are at the scene. But if everybody just pulled their finger out of their ass and actually stopped looking at it and drove, <laughs> we he, wouldn't have... He hinted. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks for okay. Cheers, Pat. Bye, bye-bye. Well, Brent, that was quite a question that Gary sent in, uh, that Louis brought into the flight deck earlier on. <laughs> uh, do you? Uh, I, I wouldn't think you'd be much of a betting man, anyway. Uh, in in, I, in general life. Well, I think it's. Uh, it, 
I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a particularly hard bet. I, I think that I think that it probably comes down to well, it's it's the way I see it. It's a five way split that could be brought down to a four way split that could be brought down to a two way split. I think ultimately, New Zealand will make the finals. I think they're one of your finalists, and I think the other finalists are between probably England, South Africa again, Ireland, and Wales. So, given and I'm not just look. It's hard. It's hard to keep pushing for the All Blacks all the time, but I just think, I think they've got something up their sleeve comes World Cup that's not the first time they've, they haven't come into the, this tournament World Cup uh, not playing the best and won it they've yeah. got so many game breakers in their team I think England have a power game South Africa have a power game Wales are looking quite good as long as they remain like Ireland, injury free and um, and Ireland could still get there, but I think ultimately you'd go a long way to go past New Zealand. In 2015, the the All Blacks held back certain tactics because mm. they just had so much that they could. Is there an end to that ever? Yes, and the end is coming sooner than than, than later because each year we go into World Cups, the, the gap narrows between Northern Hemisphere sides and Southern Hemisphere sides. Now, people won't maybe see it like that because Southern Hemisphere have dominated all the World Cups to date, apart from England. Uh, but that gap is closing simply because teams play each other so much more now in, in modern days. Like the Ireland will play the All Blacks a good few times before the next World Cup. Yeah, but there's They'll no point Australia. copying them, Brent, is there? No, you, but you New Zealand can't, have to keep... You, you can't copy what But New doing. Zealand have to keep trying to change their game. Mm. And what have they introduced this World Cup? I thought it was a mistake playing Richie Moanga, who's an out-half that Ronan Agarra would have worked with for the Crusaders, and putting Bowden Barrett, the world's best player, possibly back to fullback. But now I get it. Now I see what they're doing. They're trying to run with two out-halves so they can play on both sides of the field. And for people that don't understand rugby that well, I should explain it in layman's terms. You know, it allows you to have a playmaker effectively on either side of the scrum or whatever. So when you usually get a back line lined up, you've got an out half or whatever, blah, 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 you've got a fullback coming in. What they allow to, what it allows them to do from second phase when the ball, you know, is not in first phase bait, it allows them to bring Barrett up to out half, put Moana right, well, on the other side yeah, of the field. Okay. But, but, but yeah, it, it, I'm there's, there, there's still there's there's still innovation yeah. being brought to the thing by the All yeah. Blacks um, whereas well, have so many others can't seem to innovate they just keep, seem to keep copying or having a look because at the All Blacks they have and to because they have be- to because other teams have caught up with them as far as conditioning and physicality goes New Zealand can't match the South Africans physicality wise no, no, no team can they're such a huge they're pack. not big enough they're not big right. enough no they're not big enough you, you, you make a point so they've got to go around them rather than try to go through them yeah so there you go. Uh, really, the short answer to the question, Gary, is if, if <laughs> Brent was going to put a few shillings on anyone to win it, it would be the but New Zealand. Very good. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. We're playing Samoa on Saturday. And uh, these guys are big, and they have a big mentality. They're physically big, and they have the brain goes with it. When you when you are genetically, your families have been going back possibly thousands of years, and you're all the size uh, of like endangered species of trees. Then you think big as well. And there's a friend of mine, John Fretton. Now there's a good someone named uh, Brent. <laughs> John. John Fretton, but John is huge. John lives in Cairns in Australia. And I was I, I, I was living there for a while. 
And John, to put it in perspective, right, John's cool. Yeah. John, when, when we would go into town, John always put the wraparound sunglasses on and no one would come near us. I'd take one look at John and go, Ooh, okay. John's biggest lament in life was that he turned down, he's a drummer. Mm. He's a drummer. He turned down ACDC. Cool. It doesn't look like he'd fit the bill, a big Samoan guy the behind the He wouldn't drums. fit the bloody drum kit. <laughs> wouldn't fit the seat, but... But yeah, seriously, he turned down ACDC as drummer. But uh, his... They obviously weren't big at that stage. They're obviously just coming up. Well, yeah, but it doesn't really matter, does it? But, yeah, you no, know, it's, it's a good story. He looks, at, he looks at it now and he goes, oh, no. no, no but exactly. like, jo- they, they also, like, they have a like very... The fifth they have a straight, yeah. They have a very straightforward way of looking at things. I mean, John has a very cruisy attitude. He's a very cruisy life. He got he, his dream job when it wasn't... It was either ACDC mm. uh, drumming or... Uh, a stop go man for the for the roadworks, <laughs> and that's what he ended up doing. And he and he loves it. He thinks it's yeah. great. He found a dead body in a bin one day. That's another story. But John John was telling me this story, and this kind of puts Samoans in perspective, because they act now, and they think a little bit after and go, oh uh, yeah, well you know <laughs> whatever. He was in when he met his current wife Millie. Right, they they got married in Samoa. And for the honeymoon, they went to a motel down the way from his family. <laughs> you know? Romantic, from, sounds lovely. From the family compound kind of thing. And John was telling me the story and he says, I was, I was, lying, I was lying in the bed. And he says, there was, a big, there yeah. was a big rat. There was a big rat. And it was, he said it was on the television. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And he said, so I got the gun out from under my pillow. <laughs> Excuse me? He says, yeah, I got the gun out from under my pillow and I shot the rat. He says, I shot the rat right in the telly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I said to Millie, what did you do? She says, I rolled over and went to sleep. (laughs) Right in the telly. I shot the rat right in the telly, but they're gas, but they think big, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I... uh, I played rugby with a with a with a, a, a prop, a big guy, as long as he as was wide. Sui Fanelaro was his name, great guy. But he came over to New Zealand to play, and he, his English wasn't very good. But anyway, I was an older member of the team, and he sort of trotted around after me. I was a bit of his mentor, oh. but as as tough as teak, like the Samoans are, whatever mm. like that, they just don't feel the pain the same way that other people do. <laughs> but don't. anyway, he got his introduction New Zealand rugby. I, you know. <laughs> Not ashamed to say it, but that was the way it was rugby in those days. You got a softening up process when you played first played games. You know, if you couldn't take it, you know, get it, get out of the game was yeah. the thing. But anyway, we were playing playing a provincial game one time, and Sue was playing prop, and he went down for the first scrum, and the, remember the opposition front row give him a bit of a whack. So Sue came back to me and he what said, in the head? "Well, he got a, took a punch from mm. one of the opposition players." So he came back to me and he kind of looked up to me with his big sort of brown eyes or whatever he said what what do Suey do what do Suey do oh, and I said no. well Suey the way it is in New Zealand the next scrum you've got to go down and you've just got to whack this guy back otherwise he's going to do it to you all game and it's going to be relentless because he'll have got onto your soft spot so that was fine next scrum went down I heard this almighty whack and I heard this sort of <laughs> this bellowing and this guy hit the ground uh Knocked out, hit the ground. Anyway, the ref come in, broke up the two teams and put us back into separate corners, so to speak. Broke and Suey came up to me with a big smile. He looked at me and said, Popey, Suey do good, Suey do good. And I looked at Suey 
And I looked past him and said, yeah, Suey, you did good. But I said, just next time, make sure it's one of them, not one of us. <laughs> it's-, it's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Uh, rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope. With me every Thursday. For as long as the Rugby God. World Cup lasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd be sick of me by then. <laughs> you, you don't get you don't get that with good behaviour. <laughs> Double four zero four one hundred gets you straight through. Hello, Nova. Sorry, I mean mushy mushy Nova. Mushy mushy. This is Scouse Mick. Scouse Mick, how are you getting on? Brent, this is Scouse Mick. I don't think you've met. How are you, Scouse Mick? Have you been following all this uh, uh, arguments between uh, uh, what are they? The Colleen. Yes. God, it's gone worldwide. I mean, you know. Oh, God. This has gone into headlines, Patrick, like in the Sydney Morning Herald and the Guardian and the New York Times in the in, in the paper in India. Are you serious? Like the spat between... Uh, Thank you. Who is the other one they're talking about? Who is she the, the wife of? But who is she the wife of? Oh, okay, okay. All right. I know. Um, I'm just ringing you with a, a fat nab update, Pat. Yep, what do you got? I'm on the N4, N4, sorry, inbound to Dublin, and it wasn't a truck, it's a big Land Rover, like a Toyota thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I just used the word truck because you know how you do. Except apparently a cement truck driver stopped his big concrete truck and started, and got his hose out, if you pardon the expression. <laughs> well, stop saying okay. And, yeah. uh, and had a go at putting out the fire. Was that after Brent Pope had put oil on his balls? <laughs> it wasn't Brent Pope oiling his balls, it was no, but that's what Warren Gatlin said the Welsh rugby team was the were Welsh doing. rugby team. They were putting I know, up. I heard that one, Brent, yeah. and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I know. Hey, what's going to happen with the, the matches over the weekend? The England one's been stopped. England one's been stopped. It doesn't affect their group as much, uh, and also the New Zealand game's been cancelled. The one that'll affect Ireland's group the most will be that if Japan and Scotland are put off because it won't allow Scotland to go through and and it'll also make make sure that Japan go top of the group. So if that game is cancelled, then Ireland play New Zealand. There's no way that Ireland can beat Japan if Japan get two points from a cancellation because then it becomes head-to-head. What people don't realise, they think it's about points differential. It's not. It's the team that beat the team in the head-to-head games, which means that Japan beat Ireland. So if they're on level points, which they would be, then Japan would go through as the top seed. Ireland would go through as the second team, play New Zealand, Japan will play South Africa. So I think Honda have specifically arranged this typhoon so Japan goes top of the group. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat, any, any chance of any tickets to the gig on Monday night? Yeah, would you like to come? If you hold on, I'll put you through to Louie and you can bring four of your friends, all right? Oh, fantastic. And will you sing? What are you going to sing? Ferry across the Mersey or something, uh, is it? No, I'll sing Back in the USSR. Back yeah, in the USSR. That's, that's Good song. That's... Okay, listen, I'll see you then. Yeah. Between seven and nine, is it? Between seven, seven and nine. Don't be late. Don't be late. You might miss I Pat's I song. I won't be late. Okay, I'm at five minutes because I, I work in Mullingar, but I live in Dundrum. Pat wants to do something by Gilbert O'Sullivan or, 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 <laughs> yeah, or if there's something from Enya. Oh, well, we'll do a duet of the Beatles, Pat. World Cup Rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever. With Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. Radio Nova with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope.
Every Thursday night for Rugby Live at 5. Thank you, Honda Civic Petrol with Honda Sensing as standard. Before that, I was playing Billy Joel. Still rock and roll to me. Number is double four zero four one hundred. Gets you straight through. Mushy Mushy, Nova. Mushy Mushy, Mr. Courtney Sun. <laughs> See, that sounds Japanese. It does, he's, doesn't it? He's Pop making Sun. an effort. Better than your corny effort. <laughs> what, what's well done. No, that sounds genuine you Japanese. You didn't know Mushy Mushy before I well, told you today. I didn't know Mushy Mushy. It sounded like some sort of uh, food Pudding. stuff. Pudding. Dessert. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I recognise this voice. Who's this? It's Noel. Ah, Noel. How are you? Oh, Noel Mushy Mushy. Are you, mushy, mushy. <laughs> are you, gen- are you, are you Japanese, Noel? I can be anything you want, Brett. If you pay him enough, yeah. <laughs> you can call him Noel, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. You're, just, you're giving out free tickets, are you? Ah, yeah. Do you want to come on Monday night, do you? Of course, of course I do. All right, yeah, you're on. What are you going to well, sing? Give us, give us a bit of karaoke. Do it now. I, I can't. I have to stand up to sing. I'm in the car. What do you mean you have to stand up to sing? <laughs> well, Sorry. get a convertible. <laughs> I used to drive a Mini and I had to take the front seat out to drive I used to have to sit in the back seat You did not I did Are you serious? I did It was a little uh, 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 brown Mini that I had the <laughs> the Lord's Prayer where the tax should be It was going back years ago hey! <laughs> I did I, I And I tell you what a, a, a very kind lady gave it to me I used to take three buses up to work when I first arrived in Ireland yeah. to work in Teller and Comans there delivering drink to all the pubs in, in town. Loved that job, but I had to take three buses home and I used to stop and cut the lo- lawns of an elderly lady in uh, um, Kimmage there and uh, she gave me a car. So when I went to go back, she came down and she said, I was going to give this to my lazy layabout son who never does the lawns. You're more of a son than, than he is. Here's the car <laughs> I was going to give him. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Pat Courtney and Brent Pope every Thursday night, five to seven for Rugby Live at Five. Thank you, the Honda Civic Petrol. Engaging. Well, Honda Sensing is standard. Honda.ie sees you through that one. Join me in the pines. So classy. She steps into the light. Before that, Bon Jovi was on Living on a Prayer. Would be just about it, wouldn't it? One last thing. Brent Samoa, they're nothing if not huge. They're all about impact. How do you think it's going to go for us on Saturday? Yeah, well, you, you summed it up perfectly. I think that's the that's the worrying era because Ireland needs a good performance because all teams that have gone on to do well on the World Cups all talk about confidence and momentum. So we need a, a, a good performance to, to forget about Japan and, to a certain degree, the Russian match. Uh, we need the players, like key players like Robbie Henshaw and uh, Jonathan Six and Connor Murray, other players to come through unscathed. And that becomes a little mo- bit more difficult against the Samoans because they love to carry ball. And you're right, they're the hardest hitters in, in the world of rugby. So we need to get Jonathan Sexton away from those crash bash areas. Let him have 40 or 50 minutes, get him off the park. Uh, need a bonus point win to be absolutely sure of, of, of uh, qualification, probably at the top of the table, uh, depending on what Japanese, the Japanese do, of course, on the Sunday. But I think we're looking for a confidence boosting win because that will go right through the whole squad in a week lead up to the quarterfinals, give them a bit of up, give expectation a bit of up, give the people back here a bit of uh, something to cheer about and then take the quarterfinals on from just as it is, one game at a time. Need a good performance, a confidence-building performance and need to keep players safe and injury-free. See you next week. See you next week, bro. 
Can you bring some more coins? Because Louie and I don't really want to have to pay Louis for your loaded. parking again. Louie's loaded. Is he? Yeah. He told me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can pay for your parking. Yep. This has been the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney. With the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol. With Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Join us next week for another podcast or catch the show live Thursdays at 5 on Radio Nova and Nova.ie.